0: There goes the Amazon guy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It was weird. So my window's right next to like, like my neighbors are across the street and it's weird. Cause this is also my desk where I work and it's like, mm-hmm. do you want oh. <laughs> <lie.
1: Listen> to know?
0: Right. <laughs> Sometimes they Amazon see me and I don't want to be seen. That's all. I'm just working. <laughs> Welcome to Cbleazy knows I'm the aforementioned C-Bleazy. Uh Evidently, I'm you're the one that knows.
1: What's up? How? All right. Yeah, we uh, we have our the way our house is set up. Our kitchen looks like we're like six feet away from the kitchen window of our neighbors. So mm. Yeah, it's a lot of eye contact when you're in yeah. your home space. <laughs>
0: uh, the the first floor only thing is an issue here i think
1: oh yeah you Um, don't have a there's
0: no safe space i mean i just closed the windows but or the blind true um but yeah i want
1: to know more about your grinch song oh okay also a comment to make about it
0: um so it came out weeks ago probably (laughs) (laughs) i don't know when i'm releasing this but uh the In the process of... So, I'm releasing it on Spotify. God, it better be out by now. (laughs) Um, But uh, I had to get the rights to it. And so, I had to find, like, the writers. One of them being Theodore S. Geisel. Also known as one Dr. Seuss. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I learned was... uh, Dr. Seuss's widow sold the rights to The Grinch in 1998 to Universal... Mm. and because the question was doesn't it feel like there's a new grinch movie like every other year now
1: yeah i was truly recently thinking about like i had tr- lost track of and what was like a made for tv version mm-hmm. and what was like oh, so
0: i'm gonna that- i'm gonna like ruin your life in a little bit but first i will say <laughs> uh There were no Grinch movies other than the Grinch movie from 1966 to 2000. Because they didn't sell the rights. Mm -hmm. And then Universal picked up the rights in 1998 and literally started the Jim Carrey one right away. Like, probably started it before they even had it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, did you look up...
0: Yeah, that was uh, 2000. As
1: part of it. Oh, 2000, Mm -hmm. okay.
0: And that was the first one. That's why it was such a big deal. Like, that was the first Grinch movie after the Grinch which seems like that can't even be true but it is
1: I guess to me it feels right and it makes sense because I feel like I remember being like it was so special because there hadn't been one Any you, you mm-hmm. imagined that was going to be the only one ever again after that right like, <laughs> the live action the, version right we had the cartoon and now the live action yeah. like modern and it's Jim Carrey
0: mm-hmm. so okay, yeah so then it was like, I was like, oh, Universal, pay- also they paid $5 million for it, which is like $8 million today, I guess, um, just for The Grinch. So obviously you're going to now have a musical that Universal is licensing out and getting paid for. You're going to have the movies and all that. So I was like, okay, they're getting their investment back. They're going to put all of the merch and everything they possibly can out now that they bought it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then I did some research. I was like, "Well, let's see how many Grinch movies there there have been since they acquired the rights." You ready? <laughs> this is this is truly upsetting.
1: Can I guess? Mm-hmm. I think there. I feel like I can only think of four.
0: Okay, I. That's kind of where I stood. Since Universal bought the rights, there have been two. <laughs> what (laughs) yes it's literally the Jim Carrey one and then the other one that came out a couple years ago and that was 18 years apart is the true horrifying nature of it (laughs) (laughs) like right I wish
1: you could just have screenshotted my face because
0: Uh, I am filming this for sure shook it yeah um yeah So And and so now, here's the other part. If you go from 1966 to 2000, they only missed one if you do one every 20 years. From 1966 to today.
1: Yeah. I laugh every time I see a meme about, like, oh, the time between, like, this movie and this movie is actually shorter than Mm -hmm. this movie and this movie or whatever. Like, that always, I always laugh. It always boggles my mind. Yeah. Wait. So there was the Jim Carrey one, and then there was the CGI uh, one.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch plays the Grinch in the CGI one,
1: and that was like pretty recently, right? Like that past was five years, twenty
0: eighteen. Yeah.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. but there's another one coming out, right?
0: It's, I, I don't know. I don't think like so.
1: there's one this year that's is it like on like made for Netflix, made for Hulu, made for Disney Channel kind of vibe
0: i don't know i i think it was just that one
1: yeah you you'd think there would be like a way we could look up the fact or like figure it out
0: i i wikipedia it that's where i found this stuff
1: oh okay uh, also i yeah. i feel like a a vibe you and i have is to not really ever look anything up <laughs> when we talk that's true
0: um so and that'd be blasphemous the the reason i was thinking about this though was because of that like Like, the Grinch isn't public domain. Like, who's doing this? Versus, like, the Christmas Carol, which we could do a version of right now and make all the money on and not have to pay anybody.
1: Yeah, I was realizing, I assume the Nutcracker Suite is also public domain at this point.
0: That is Tchaikovsky, yeah. That's that's big boy.
1: I feel like every time you hear, like, you're on, like, a Christmas playlist that's, like, quote modern or Uh urban or something there's always like some like hip-hop remix (laughs) hip-hop christmas remix and it's always the freaking nutcracker suite in the background i was like this must be public domain yes
0: absolutely that is one of the (laughs) the most so i have a weird encyclopedic knowledge of what's public domain in christmas music and what's not
1: i'm sure Um, from all when you did all those like 12 days of Christmas so it
0: actually dates back before then and I've never told anybody <laughs> this but I I mean our families were so into Christmas that like yeah. I was kind of like I wasn't over Christmas music but like I had heard it all or so I thought yeah um and so I started in high school this is true when I would listen to Christmas music I would memorize the composer and when it like the year it was composed mm. of each song and some surprised me like the oldest christmas any guess is the oldest christmas song
1: silent night
0: uh it's a good one um but no uh something
1: like more religious
0: it is actually predates religious because christmas How, wasn't it- like a wasn't a religious holiday for a while. It was just like right. the the like winter solstice thing.
1: So oh um, maybe like oh Tannenbaum.
0: So it's a little um deceiving because it's actually the song doesn't have lyrics, but the Christmas song does. But the, the oh, tune it comes you from.
1: Okay, you've definitely told me about this one before.
0: It's a Welsh harp melody that goes mm-hmm. Oh, there it
1: is. Yeah. That's yeah. got Baroque written all over. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Favorite line from Beauty and the Beast. And uh, as I always say, if it's not a Baroque, don't fix it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I I lived in a Disney like vacuum. Uh mm-hmm. for my childhood. For for just kind of like a it was just this gap in my childhood. I didn't see any. Disney movies uh I saw Toy Story and Lion King and Mary Poppins those were the three um
1: okay I'm saying weird only because of like yeah I think I got most copies of Disney movies from Grandpa Bill
0: (laughs) yeah I mean my family definitely like watched it but by the time I came around like like 92 was uh that that must have been like Beauty and the Beast or or one of those like it was kind of the end of the classics in theaters oh right yeah it just never really happened and so um there's no like sentimental thing with it so the first time I saw Beauty and the Beast was my high school's production of it Oh, right. yeah but I remember so when you said that line like I can remember the like high school kid (laughs) which of course I was in middle school when this happened so that high school kid to me was like a 30 year old when he was definitely like 16 years
1: old adult professional actor Uh, yes (laughs) Yes. that's who i
0: picture say and he nailed it it was hilarious (laughs) yes yeah Yeah, so anyway yeah that's that's what i wanted to say um about about the grinch was Does that... that
1: happen to you a lot where you, like, learn some obscure facts about songs when you're trying to, like, yeah. search out the rights?
0: Yeah. Uh, so do you know the song Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap? Yes. That is, out of all of the, like, 500 plus songs I've arranged, that is one of, I think, three where there's only one songwriter, and it's her.
1: Oh. <sighs> That's a really cool fact Mm -hmm. and fun because it feels like it really fits.
0: Mm -hmm. Like her just like (laughs) alone in her home, just like making a bop.
1: Yeah, especially the like ethereal nature Mm -hmm. of it. And the like,
0: yeah. There's, yeah. uh, I'm struggling to remember any of the others. Uh, There have only been two or three, uh, but that was definitely the first one where it was just like, Mm. oh, dang.
1: Yeah. Notable.
0: Notable because none of the other ones were. You'd you'd think like a Taylor Swift or something like, like. But no, like there's there's all these producers that get like writing credits, whether or not they actually wrote the song. Like they had a hand enough in the process where, just for political reasons, a lot of times they'll they'll put them on there. It's like, um, especially with bands. uh, Yeah. Like there have been many bands that have broken up because one person wrote the like the one hit wonder. And so mm-hmm. they got all of the like royalties for the composition where the band only gets the royalties for the play of the mm. song itself. And so like 50% of all the money that's made goes to one of the band members. Oh yeah. And so there are there are bands like um Maroon 5. There there are bands that have just said from the beginning doesn't matter who writes the songs, we're all going to give credit for all of the songs. Um mm-hmm. and it keeps it keeps the peace. <laughs>
1: yeah oh fun facts i never would have thought of before but make total sense yeah
0: um and and for my my upcoming album uh i'm fronting the money to make it and so but i'm working with two other people and and it's the same thing i'm like we'll split it three ways but after it after i make that initial investment back and that's it so um it, it just it changes things also in the production where it's like they're in it in a different way where like they're they are one third of the investment of this like art as like an artistic endeavor rather than just like oh i'm helping you i'm getting paid to do a thing yeah so
1: that makes sense and also like the spirit of Mm -hmm. the art of it like versus yeah like all the you always hear like news newsworthy stories about big name big label productions and like bamboozling young stars in their early careers because it's about like who's getting credit and they Mm -hmm. understand the law and the contracts of it all yeah i think the most recent or the the, i just heard someone talking about megan the stallion Mm. Mm -hmm. megan the stallion having a lot of issues with like i I mean yeah we're gonna recoup the costs of our investment and never pay you anything
0: yeah and and there is something to be said about like those deals like the only reason you know a lot of these people is because they've signed those deals right right like and those companies are getting their investment back by making sure you know her name so and
1: figuring out where the line is for ethical like what is ethical producing
0: yeah now (laughs) for me like i decided early on there, there were these um Multimedia networks. What is it? M. Uh, multi-channel MC MCNs. I think they're called multi-channel okay. network. Uh, on YouTube, uh, they're still there, but at the beginning of YouTube, it was very important for people to sign up with one of them. And it basically, means these companies would take all of your revenue and then pay you directly, usually more than what YouTube would pay you. But not always. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was one of these things where like if you were on a good one, you got good payouts and all this stuff. Uh, They also didn't deal with like the copyright stuff. Like there was there were reasons to join, but they owned all of your content and you couldn't get out. Mm -hmm. You signed these contracts. And I, I was approached by a lot of them, especially early on. And I just was like, it feels like I'm giving up the thing that I make which is what I need right. to hold on to. So I made less and maybe I didn't get the exposure I would have if I signed on with one of them, but I don't know. It just felt like I need to do this on my own and not trust some company to just make it easier. I don't
1: know. Right. Oh, we've talked about that before too. of Like what you're in different phases of your, your like, I'll say like your current career, but I think you know what I mean? Like, different points like having to recheck in with Mm -hmm. yourself and reexamine like why are you doing each piece what's most important to you about each piece of your work and Mm -hmm. like what what do you what does it bring you yeah (laughs) even if even if part of it's just like for the financial part like something you're choosing to do so you can keep staying afloat financially and like versus artistically and like where does that go so i think it makes sense to to have preserved yourself in that way and and your work
0: yeah but i mean it's 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 definitely the the thing, like if a record label comes to me and they offer me a big contract to make whatever I want to make. And they, I know that since they're paying me to do that, they're going to try to get this played as in, in as many places as they can. And I'm not going to reap the financial benefits of it. Hopefully down the line, if there's some sort of like exit clause, that means I can continue to make music on my own. That means yeah. I'll have a bigger following and that, Next pursuit will be. I don't know. That's that's the thing that you don't usually hear about when it's like these musicians are completely screwed over by these contracts and not making any money off of it. It's also like, well, you do know who they are, (laughs) yeah, yeah, man. And that probably wasn't going to happen. Yeah, Um,
1: Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way for a lot of them. They got something out of it, right?
0: Um, I don't know that it was worth it. Obviously, I chose the opposite thing for any time I've been posed with the question. If it was a big enough amount of money, I probably wouldn't choose the other thing i'm not saying i'm above that but uh yeah the musicians are certainly screwed out of it i don't think it's worth it personally but it is it is a two-way street like they definitely did get get the exposure out of it um or maybe there are musicians who got screwed and didn't get the exposure and we haven't even heard of them because how would you
1: true right i don't know i know yeah Uh, i think about i have to read more about Meg's. uh, Mm.
0: Yeah, I I didn't hear that one before. I
1: try to make a point about it. Oh come on, (laughs) uninformed (laughs) point. No, I. The only other thing I was going to say about the Grinch song is the first thing I thought when I was listening to it. Speaking of Mm -hmm. rights to songs, is that you should try and sell it to Ben folds. Ooh, because it sounds like such a Ben folds (laughs) song. (laughs)
0: Um, my my vocal teacher has has listened to some of my new stuff and is like, she'll be like you should sell this to uh like sean Mendez. and i'm like o- okay <laughs> do you have his number <laughs> like yeah <laughs> I-, I will uh what was right, the other name so she true. said oh uh, uh charlie pooth she's like oh this sounds like a charlie pooth song you should sell this to charlie i was like okay
1: yeah right. <laughs> go ahead
0: <laughs> send it to him oh i don't know yeah, how to do that's that so
1: true. <laughs> right that part's so that's so funny you're right
0: um But also there is something to be said about getting my recording out there first before I would do any of that. Yes. Which is just like you you can you can then sell it and you can then actually send it to whoever you want. And they can't like just steal it (laughs) because you already published it.
1: Truly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, you've got your your like watermark on it, Mm -hmm. your date, your timestamp of like this is mine. Same with, like, any other random stranger sending it in as, like, oh, yeah. you should do the Grinch in a different mode. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, yeah, of her a bit old, did this this way before. <laughs> That's
0: true. I, I did Google it after I had completed it. Um, It's funny. It's, it's kind of the opposite of what I used to do. I used to, like, when I was doing Christmas songs or whatever, I would listen to every version that was out there just mm-hmm. to, like, know. And then I would pick my favorite bits of, of all of them. Now I don't. I don't want to hear. I didn't even listen to the song. I was like, I know how it goes. Like, I, I looked up the lyrics and I just came up with this version. But after I'd completed it, I went and listened. I was like, I hope nobody's done this before, <laughs> and I didn't find any. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's good. But um,
1: that, I mean, that I can totally see the merits of doing that that way because it's then it's actually your own. Yeah, I mean, in I some I just
0: don't think I was at the beginning. Like, I don't think I had the enough vocabulary musically to like that to say it was my own like I didn't have a voice in Mm -hmm. in in that like arranging style where now Mm -hmm. I feel like I there's definitely stuff I do there's funk inspired stuff there's there's things that like I gravitate towards where I'm just like oh just play into that and there was a moment where I'm like everything sounds the same everything I write does this and now it's like well yeah that's what I like to do so
1: yeah that's exciting Mm -hmm.
0: okay I have a question okay what's the most random time you've seen someone you know when you weren't expecting to see somebody you knew?
1: wow i thought of a experience where my friend was gonna be in italy at the same time i was and i didn't know that when i was in high school whoa like staying in the same town and so we like met up for Mm -hmm. coffee but we because it was like our family trip happening in the summer. So we didn't know. And we like
0: Italy I think huh? saw
1: it somewhere. Yeah. In Rome. Wow. And so that was like and we had to use our dad's BlackBerry <laughs> our international plan on the Blackberries. I think wow. it was in like 2006, maybe. I was really and, hoping
0: uh, you said we were going to go with like 2016.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that's the first thing I thought. Of. That's so um, good. That's so Someone good. You know. Do you have Rome? Yeah. It wasn't like completely unexpected because it was... Um, we had kind of... We like kind of planned. Yeah. To see, but we didn't know we were going to be there at the same time.
0: Yeah. Well, the area. 2020 version is like seeing somebody's at the same beach as you on Instagram and being like, what? You're here too?
1: Yeah. Which is still... Yeah.
0: That's, that's good. But yeah, I guess yeah. I'm... A, so like New York City is always... like even if you both live there it's like you're here um Mm -hmm. so that always feels like that no matter what yeah it's really fun, right because of
1: all of all the blocks and all the streets (laughs) and all the towns
0: (laughs) yeah um that's that's usually very fun but uh airports are always fun airports so the reason i ask is because um it's not not because of someone i knew so i was on a hike a couple weeks ago and, uh, well, first of all, like the these interviews on late night shows, celebrities have been often talking about how they can go out in public because they always wear their mask mm-hmm, and nobody recognizes yeah. them. So, how oh,
1: it's so hard for them.
0: <laughs> well, but they're like, it's kind of nice. Like, I just do whatever yeah. I want. So, yeah. I'm on a hike a couple weeks ago, and, uh, there's like a mom and dad and son on some bikes, like a distance ahead. And I'm just walking, uh, with a lady and the dad goes i'm wearing a mask dad goes hey you're the trombone guy (laughs) and i'm like (laughs) you don't know i live here like we're in the middle of the woods i'm wearing a mask
1: i'm assuming you're wearing long sleeves because it's fall winter so they can't even see your tattoo
0: absolutely true yeah yeah.
1: No, no noticeable features.
0: No, I mean, uh, he goes. That's a recognizable bun, man bun. Oh <laughs> um, my god. So yeah, my son's like a huge fan. And the son was just like, ah, hi, hi. That was it. And I was like, all right, well, have have a good day. And the girl I was with, who is a just a friend from college, um, who I hadn't talked to it since then, uh, and just found out that we both live near each other. Um, oh, okay. Right. So she goes does this happen often And i'm like <laughs> literally never like <laughs> let alone with a mask but it made me look real good in front of her
1: yeah i thought
0: uh... wild right, even if, though
1: even if it ha- yeah even if it happened all the time you're like just demurring like oh no never <laughs> <To> <laughs>
0: um anybody, i believe it's good so i believe the first thing i said was uh no i paid them to do that <laughs>
1: Yeah, or get in with the good, good Yeah, humor.
0: There's there's this awesome uh thing that I heard said, which is if you are asked the same question like more than four or five times in your life, like mm-hmm. come up with like write some jokes as a response. Because now you yeah, have you have like the time to come up with something.
1: Truly. And you know it's gonna come up again and then you're gonna just be like write yeah. off the old noodle.
0: Yeah. So uh the it, w- it came up when somebody was talking about their uber driver who had like the funniest quips for like oh so you're an uber driver like how long have you been doing it he goes oh this is my first day just kidding like <laughs> like like every single question that this guy asked the uber driver had like the funniest response yes
1: that's beautiful and to like the energy from the uber driver of like i want this i want my uber driving experience to bring joy <laughs> to me and others <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it's so true. Like Like you, if you're asked the same question a few times, like have a funny answer. You've got the time, think about it.
1: Well, now I'm like feeling, I feel like there's gotta be something that I've done like that. And I'm trying to like on the fly, think of it, but I really truly can't.
0: Yeah, that's a tough one.
1: (sighs) You do, I feel like something good you do that's great is you'll come up with responses that work for a lot of things that are funny like what and then you'll like work them man you'll like go through phases of those one was um <laughs> i see one was like recently was same just saying same i think is that <laughs> how you did it
0: Or <laughs> don't remember truly
1: <laughs> but it was like you started it i think because of it was like because your sister would say something about what the toddler did oh. Like, yeah, same.
0: <laughs> oh yeah Do- uh, dogs and and babies
1: yeah yeah because he'd be like and then they and then she like put her finger in her diaper and strewn poop all over and you're like yeah me too <laughs> yeah. or something or like yesterday i don't even yeah
0: yeah absolutely it's usually poop and pee related like yeah <laughs> um but also like uh like my brother's dog, like, oh, he gets so excited around dinner time. Like, well I do too. Like like anything yeah. like um or he gets his food everywhere when he eats, like so do I. Like anything that you can do like that. Um yeah. but I definitely have I, I like deflect I it's this moment when somebody's talking about a, a an infant or a, a a pet that I get to decide if this is going to be self like deprecating or if I'm gonna pick a target. You know, it's not if I'm gonna make the joke. I'm gonna make the joke, but am I gonna say, "Well, I do that too," or am I gonna go to my brother Eric and I'm gonna say, "Well, Eric, I just saw Eric doing that the other day." Like, either way, I'm happy. But it's this moment. It's not again not a question of if I'm gonna make the joke. It's just like where are we going with this? Like, what's gonna be funniest for the room? And you can't make this like I can't keep hitting on Eric like every single time. I gotta like, okay, (laughs) this one's for me. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's a definitely a, a go-to.
1: Truly, it really and it always elevates the moment because it's a mundane story the person's just telling, <laughs> like, tell, talking through about their day to day life. It really oh, <laughs> changes yeah. it up. Oh yeah,
0: it's a uh, it's a it's a go-to for sure.
1: Yeah, I can't think of any right mm. now other ones, but yeah, they're especially like because Sean's in like the local business community all the time with his family business, so it's like. We're always around the same people or the same types of events, mm-hmm. and like, it's fine, and it's also necessary. All the networking with a capital N. But um, how do you feel about sometimes you need you need to entertain yourself when you're telling the same <laughs> yes. stories for the same? Okay, questions.
0: so here's here's a question. How do you feel about completely fabricating your backstory?
1: Oh well, immediately I'm thinking I can't because i'll see the same people again and like also sean's mom is in the business community in town and
0: so but like not stuff that matters like okay like if if i do an interview right and like let's say i post it on youtube and they're like so where'd you grow up i go well i actually grew up like a farm in iowa and then uh we moved to italy uh, when I was growing up, because my dad was in the military. Um, but it was a pretty normal, like, normal childhood other than that. Uh, moved around a little bit. And then, like, you you look at it, and you're like, what the hell am I watching? I think that could be really fun. And then the people who are truly fans, uh, if you if you tell different stories every time, they start to catch on. That, like, yeah. this is not... This is part of the gag. Um
1: yeah because i've i've listened to podcasts recently like i don't know i don't know i won't even try to like comment on the the, the society of it all but (laughs) it's hard because you're like you're the same stories all the time i that would be so entertaining
0: i think i might try it maybe we'll have to come up with some different backstories that i can go to all right this is so hectic i need a different outro (laughs) (laughs) Bye. bye bye